What's up, world? This your boy, Jason, Jay Davis, the mogul. You are tuned into the Mel Perspective, and on tonight's show, we got the amazing Quentin Storm, singer, songwriter, choreographer. He's in the arts. He does it all. So tonight, I need y'all to tune in because it's going down, and everything is going to be lit. You know why? Because it's from the Mel Perspective. Get into it. What's up, world? This your boy, Najasian, J. Davis, the mogul. You are tuned into the Mel Perspective. And on tonight's show, we have Quentin Storm, the amazing singer-songwriter, choreographer, model, whatever you want to call it. He does it all. He's a one-stop shop. He, he continues to keep it going in the music and the acting world. He has a lot of great things happening. So we're about to bring him in right now. What up, bro, bro? How are you? What's Gucci? What's going on, man? <laughs> Listen, this, you know, you know, this is my, you know, this is my record right here. This is my favorite song, bro. <laughs> like, I know, right? like it's my favorite song from you, bro. Like, like I listen to this joint. I've been listening to this joint for years. So, what's going on with you, man? Where you at, right? Where you at these days? I'm in Dallas right now. Okay, so you, you out? Of, how long you been out of LA? Um, I've been here for a little over a year. Oh okay. How how the little how the little man doing? How you doing, good? Yeah, congrats on fatherhood, bro. I know this. I know that makes you feel better. It fulfills you, I'm sure. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I can't believe it. Yeah. Wait, wait, uh, when you about to drop one? <laughs> Listen, bro. I'm working, bro. You know what I'm saying? We working. <laughs> so um, let's let's get right into it, bro. Um, tell the people how you got your start in the music. Um, talent shows, like some something something gave me the the energy to want to dance in a talent show. So mm -hmm. me and my friend got together and we, we did like a little dance show. And um, once I seen how the energy was, like just, you, you know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> but once you put the energy of people just going crazy and people being tuned into your vibe, your wave, it's just something that you can't stop doing. It's a drug. You know? it's like, how yeah. long have you been doing it? What's that? How long have you been doing it? Um, I've been doing it since, well, I, I, on a serious level, I've probably been doing it since like 2008, I'd say. So like I've been, I've been <clears throat> can you hear me? Yeah. All right. So I've been doing my research, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, I see that you was on a movie set. So tell us about this movie that you, uh, uh, that you uh, about to appear in. I don't think it came out yet though. No, it hasn't. Okay. Uh, Gangland. It should mm -hmm. be out there. So. Later, at the end of the year, actually, I went in, I was just an extra, so I went in, and one of the actors didn't show up, so they was like, yo, can you just stand there and do his lines? So I stood, did the lines, and then the director, he kind of put me aside, he was like, yo, you want to do this? And my uh, one of my friends, Jay, she was, she's one of the producers on the movie, so okay. next thing I know, it turned into one line, to two lines, to... A whole scene, then another whole scene, another whole scene. But it's dope. It's like Willie Taylor, uh, Clifton Powell, uh, Pinky Friday. Oh, yeah, we are. Clifton Powell, that's a goat right there, man. Shout out to Willie Taylor. That's my bro. The energy is lit. So how was, how was the feeling being on set, like being being on a real set? Like not no web series, but like being on a set with people that have resume. Like how did that, how did that make you feel as a creative? Um, It actually really pushed me. Like being on set and seeing people go from being who they, who they are on a day-to-day to like the camera turning on and somebody saying action and then somebody instantly becomes somebody else. Right. So that's like, but 
but I mean, I went to school for acting. Okay. So you went to a, a creative and performing arts school? Like, it was already in, in me, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like, performing, you know, performing, and it's all kind of like hand in hand, but that's another passion of mine. So. Yeah. So tell, tell us about this record that you got out. <laughs> What's up, Lil' Q? He's saying like, he, he just couldn't. Wow. What's up, man? It's all about you. <laughs> wow. Wow, you really got a, you really got a, you're really a dad. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Think about us being teenagers. Right. That's crazy, bro. Like, yeah, we we got a crazy me, me and Quentin Storm, we have a very crazy history like we're family, so we've been we've been knowing each other since we was like 16, 17 years old and we just been grinding and working and stuff. So to see um where you are, where where we are as men. I know I'm me, I, I just turned 30, so like I'm I'm getting up there, so um, it's just dope to see that we've 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 been we've focused on becoming a better version of ourselves. So I think that's super super dope. Being especially with you being a dad and still doing your music and still doing the things that you do in entertainment. I think that's super super dope. So tell us about this record. Is it called Caution? Yeah, this record Caution. Let's, I had, let's talk uh, about actually, it. I went to Atlanta to do this joint. With, uh, my homeboy go to. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a writer. Uh, my homeboy Isaac James sent me the beat, and when I heard the beat, I was like, okay. I definitely, I need to do something to this, and I, it had been a minute, uh, because my son is preemie, so with, with, him, with his birth, everything kind of got paused, Okay. because I had a lot of, like, up issues and stuff at first, but as you see, I mean, he's good now. He's yeah, good. I was like, he looked he look real healthy and ready for the world. <laughs> so, he was solid, and my girl, she was solid. Y'all gotta get back to it, so went down to Atlanta, and we recorded these joints, and um, I had called my homegirl, Shia. And she came through, she did her verse, killed it, and it's here now, so the record is starting to catch, too. So, I'm, I'm excited about that. That's and super lit, super lit. The video. Have you shot it already, or are you are you going to shoot it? I'm uh, going to shoot it. Okay. I'm on the stuff now, and trying to get all the, the promo stuff together. So, drop that, and then I got some other records, too. Okay. So, we working on the album, or EP, what we doing? <laughs> got a little arsenal. Um, the EP pretty much, but okay. right now we just kind of focus on singles and stuff. Not trying to rush into another label situation. Right. The label situation is sometimes they can kind of hinder you. Yes, sometimes, <laughs> all the time. The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you like doing? How do you like working independent, knowing that you can release and drop and and have creative control over your brand, one hundred percent? Like, how does that feel? Um, I like the independent thing. It's I mean. Because you don't have that, uh, you don't have that extra, you don't have the, the button presser, basically. You don't have mm-hmm. somebody that's behind the scenes. You got to literally get your ass up and hit the pavement mm-hmm. and try to direct it to people. Try, mm-hmm. to get people to put it, try to get people to help you push it. Look at this, man. <laughs> but luckily, like, I had been gone for a minute, so people were like, yo, where's the music? Where's the music? And then once I dropped Caution, it just it kind of started doing this own thing. Like even before I started even trying to invest into it and push it, um, it just started going. Mm-hmm. And like now it's so between Apple and Spotify, it's I think it's about two hundred thousand. Come on, come on, numbers, come on. Listen, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. About putting the music out and hoping that it 
catches fire and people actually love it to the point where they're actually tuned in. Like, there's one thing to get like a listener to, but when you go in your Spotify listeners and you see that you're being heard over in X, Y, and Z over in Spain and over in different, it's like, wow, my music is really in a place probably you've never even been yet. So I, I know that probably feels really good as a creative to be like, wow, my music is touching ears and people that um, I'm not able to touch physically yet because I haven't been, you know, to that country or to that state or whatever the case may be. So that's super, super lit, bro. So how do you balance... Love, love, love to the people in Africa too, man. I get a lot of plays in Africa. Like, Shout out to Africa. I don't know what it is, but they really rock with me. So. That's lit. That's lit. I mean, you, you're always going to have a core fan base from from places that you you haven't been because... You you don't you don't know what the music is like over there for them. So when they hear something like you know you might sonically have some music that have like African drums or something in it, and they probably be like oh he's catering to us. You just never know because it's like you don't know what they listen to for real. So how do you balance music and um your personal family life? Your being a father, being a significant other. How do you balance that? And 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 where where do you find time to to do those things? Um, really, it's just. I guess it's kind of like pre-programmed in me because mm-hmm. it's something I kind of always have done, I guess. So me, I just, I try to like split my day up. Mm-hmm. Like I'll to work, work all week comes, family, the baby, he never stops. Right. <laughs> he going to keep so, going. You got, you got until 18 and thereafter. <laughs> and then music, music is more so like a passion, I guess. It's just a passion to have to, to pay. So like I'm just, People weren't like, okay, this nigga put some shit out again. Like, we, we don't really care about this shit. Right. So, what keeps you going and keep what keeps you going and what keeps you motivated? Like, do you have times where you be like, you know what, I'm over it. I can't do this no more because it's not going the way I wanted to go. I, I'm not dropping no more music no more. I'm just gonna be re- a regular average Joe ass nigga. Like, how do you <laughs> how do you find yourself motivated and, and, and persevering and pushing? Like, how do you get? How do you stay there? Um, I feel like we we all get there. I ain't gonna front. Mm-hmm. They don't. But really, I guess it's just at the end of the day, like I know that after it's all said and done, when I get to where I want to get to, it's like a lot of things that I, I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I need a bigger form to do the things that I want to do, like more selfless things, like not necessarily like all about me per se. Mm-hmm. So probably why I have, because I used to be, I used to be on social media, nah, stop. Right, very true. Be always posting this. MySpace days. Let's take it back. <laughs> I've been like, I've been real chill lately. Because, I mean, shit, I know what I look like. I see my face too much. So I'm right. like, I don't be into the selfish shit like that no more. Um, but the music, like, I know music touches so many people. And you can do so many things with helping people. Mm-hmm. And kind of, like, that's more so, like, my focus. So I feel like that's why I'm more like, I'm like, I'm trying to have a set, a set game plan. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, just about to buy, <clears throat> like trying to place. So, at the end of the day, my focus is get to where I want to be so that way I can do the things that I want to do. That's one thing I can honestly say about knowing you personally is that you've always been resilient and you've always found a way to be relevant. You've always found, your, found a way to keep yourself um, in the mix some way, somehow. But like you've always, you always knew how to create a platform for yourself. Like, you've never been... You're very quiet, very to yourself, but at the same time, you're very in the mix. Like, you know how to Quentin Storm that thing. You feel me? You know how to make it happen. Um, and, and you know you know where I'm, where I'm, what I'm talking about. Like, you're very smart. You're very smart. 
Is it? You know how Scorpios Scorpios make plays. Yeah, yeah, y'all y'all definitely make plays, but y'all do it so so well that you know you don't do a whole bunch of boasting and bragging about the moves that you're making. You just do it. It's like okay, I thought about it, I, I planned it out, and this is what I'm I'm gonna execute it from here. And I I've always admired that about you. Like I've always wished. Like, I'm like yo, my bro is really like BC out here. Like I wish I could do what he what he does. But you you inspire you you inspire me, but you inspire more more people than you know. And I think that is that's the goal. The goal is to inspire. So I feel like you do that very very well, all yeah, the way across the board. Like not even just musically, but just period. You know what I mean? So it's just like you got, uh, I guess because a lot of things that we we want to do and we don't do, like a lot of that stems from like fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been trying. I've always tried to learn use fear as like more so like a driving force rather than something that stops me from doing something. Because mm-hmm. fear, fear always comes with anything. For sure. So. So how do you find that? How do you find the confidence though? Like how do you find the confidence to be Quentin Storm? Like what is? Because Quentin Storm is a brand, whether you know it or not. It's definitely a brand. So how do you? How do you? Where do you fall out in in the Quentin Storm brand? Like you, the the person, not Quentin Storm the name, but you. Like how do you? How do you deal with what you've created? <laughs> That's a good question, right? <laughs> it's like damn, why you never think of it like that? Cause you're Quentin Storm, but Quentin Storm has a whole, has legs of its own, like the name Quentin Storm. So how do you how do you the person, up up like bump up against the brand of Quentin Storm, the creator of it? Really compartmentalizing, mm-hmm. like I feel like I, I compartmentalize shit mm-hmm. so well without even trying to do it that way. But it just it just kind of happens that way. Right. Was I that your that, initial goal no. going in? Huh? Was that your initial goal going in? Like you said to yourself, like, okay, this is this, this is that, this is this, but all of it is gonna make sense later on. Like, is that is that how you played it? Was that your play behind it? I said yes, and like it, it was a lot of things that I wanted to do. I just didn't know how they were gonna kind of all play mm-hmm. into the mm-hmm. the whole uh, gamble, I guess, at the end of the day. But it kind of just worked its way and worked its way into. Like the music, the the acting, the the online entertainment shit, mm-hmm. like everything, every, like it all just kind of it just kind of fell into place and shit. Really, no, it just kind of happened that way. I just kind of ran with it. So, what's some of the feed? What's some of the feedback that you're getting from um, your presentations that you've been putting out? Your music, your your entertainment. Um, you're acting like what? What is some of the um, feedback you're getting from it? Is it all positive? Is it negative? Does it make you feel like, oh my god, what am I doing? Like, tell me how how it makes you feel as a person. Um, that's a that's a great question. Mm-hmm. And anybody who knows me knows that my main thing is I don't really I don't necessarily. It's funny. I'm just <laughs> trying to think. I don't the most like. Probably in the most political in the most political way. <laughs> so non non politically correct. Mm-hmm. I don't really give a thing. Right. But politically correct is like everybody has an opinion. So like certain things will happen. Shit, even me. Like I remember, um I don't even remember how many years ago this was, but I know I had broke, broke up with this girl and she had posted my news on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And like super clean artist like in there. I had just got out of my teenage years. I had just hit, like, what, 20? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And I just know I woke up. My phone was blowed up. Everybody was sitting me at family. <laughs> I'm just like, what is everybody talking about? Right. And then, like, 
other people they would have been like like shit I gotta I'm fall back and buzzy black me I'm just like it's whatever so you took uh, a negative and turned it into a positive and made it lucrative yeah. that's what I try to do try to just everything is a hustle to me so mm-hmm. it's like how can I spend and make this something that makes me money so I'm were, were you were you upset like were you hurt were you embarrassed were you like what was that um, what was that moment for you before you got into your business bag, <laughs> that 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 initial I was, moment. I was definitely embarrassed mm-hmm. at first, and then after a while, it was just more more. It actually brought traction to the music too. Mm-hmm. Was like, oh, of oh, course, they, they they comes together for sure. Yeah, so people were like, "Hold up, okay, oh wow, all right." So yeah, so at the end of the day, a fan base is a fan base. You get what I'm saying? Like, literally. if they fuck with you, they're gonna fuck with everything you. Period. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people um, miss that. They be like, oh, if I do this, they're not going to fuck with this. But if they fuck with you as a brand, they're going to fuck with everything you're attached to. Um, a real fan anyway. A real supporter anyway. So I think that you did well, bro. I think that you did super well for yourself. Like, I watched the numbers go up. I watched you um, like even coming to visit you and um, seeing how you like the circle that you had around you. Like You, you had heavy hitters around you. You, live, you lived in a house with heavy hitters. Like I watched you just be... <laughs> Be resilient and just be on your shit, and I, and you did it so gracefully and humble. Like you weren't arrogant, you weren't cocky. Like like the people that you surrounded yourself with were just like I'm I'm where I need to be. You know what I mean? And I think that that is um is noble of you, because like you could be arrogant, you could be cocky, you can be extra, you could be over the top, you could be all of these different things. But you just super humble and you just do you. And I think doing you allows you to just. Move like you're not worried about what, like you said, worry about what people talking about, what they're thinking. Because while they thinking and talking, you still moving and making and, and your fucking bank account looking looking like what it need to look like. So it don't matter. Would you say said it again? I think a lot of that comes from like what I was saying earlier. Like <clears throat> I was saying, a, a lot of that comes from like what I was saying earlier. Like not really my people's opinions mm-hmm. so much, and I think that keeps me humble too. So like since I'm not so caught up in what people think about me all the time, I'm not. I'm also not caught up in like, oh damn, I know this person. Oh damn, I did this. And like I, I literally forget shit that I. Mm-hmm. To be honest, you you, somebody, you seem like the type of person like, to be just unbothered. Like, oh well. Like, <laughs> so how do you how do you balance <laughs> how do you balance being like? Are you in a, a relationship currently? Yeah, I am. I. So how do you so, uh, balance being being in a relationship but still being able to um, be the creative that you are in entertainment, adult entertainment, music, whatever, however you want to label it. Like how do you balance that, and how do these 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 um, significant others deal with you being Quentin Storm? Um. Well, me and my me and my girl, we've been together for a minute since before my son got. Okay. Um. So she's in the entertainment business too. Like okay. she does. She still walks. She dances. Um, like she, she does. She does. She does some background dancing and some videos like that. Okay. So, like we're in the same line of work. She, she's the model. She still does sometimes. So. Okay. It's just one of them things relate on that level. Got you. I mean, at first I was kind of like iffy about the dating anybody in entertainment because we all know What's how up, that, CJ? How that usually. Uh, but yeah, so. She gets the she gets the hustle. At the end of the day, we just advancing and we're trying to get a bag. So listen, and that's and that's the goal, bro. I think that once you uh, it, it helps perspective. You know what I mean? Like if you if you 
talk to your significant other about the things that you that you're doing and that you want to do and they, you have a clear understanding on what that is and what the end result is. I feel like you will always be good. That's why communication is key. I could see if you were doing things like that she wasn't aware of or that, you know, or whatever the case may be, it would make things un, uncomfortable and you wouldn't even be, you wouldn't be able to shine the way you want to. But when they know everything that's going on, like I learned that being married, you know, I'm married now. So like I learned how to, um, cause I used to be a very private person too. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to be. I just didn't let everybody know everything that I was going through or that I that I that I aspired to do because like people can kind of hinder um, your next move if they know everything you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I think it's dope to have a significant other who understands at the base at the blueprint of everything. All right, this is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. This is the result of what I want to do it for X, Y, and Z. And I think that I think that you do that well too. Facts, yeah, shit. Sure. We damn near married too. We get old. Well, you better hurry up and get that knee dirty, make it official, my boy. Quit playing, quit playing. Because, I, I mean, a man, a man always knows, you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, you know me, I, I used to always be all about myself. Like, I was all about the JC. I didn't really care about sharing my space with anybody. But I, the, the older I got and more, the more life experiences, like, bouncing around from, you know, sit, state to city. You know how it was for me, bro. Like, going to different city, cities, trying to figure out where I wanted to be and how I wanted to you know, release my creative, I just re- had to sit down for a second and say, okay, am I moving around in vain? Like, what is my, what is my plan? You know what I'm saying? So, um, I always admire that about you because you always seem to have had a plan in, in place. Whereas though you were even able to help a person like me, like when I called you like, yo bro, I'm in town. You're like, well, come through. Like you can, st- you can kick it with me. You know what I'm saying? That says a lot about your stability and you probably wasn't even all the way together yourself. Like you were, you just was always open to helping your, your friends and your family. And I think that's going to, that's going to take you far too. Cause you, you have a heart, you know what I mean? True. So that's, that's super, yeah, super lit. Be, yeah. Huh? I said, you can't be cold hearted in this game. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm so a, I huh? Uh, one thing I do like about in this industry is um, I say about 95% of people. Yeah. They only care about themselves. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day. They only care about what you can do for them, or how they can benefit off of you some way. Mm-hmm. Always try to not person. Yeah, I'm just, that's not my swag. But a lot of people do move like that, so I definitely appreciate that. For sure, for sure. So you got a you got a project coming out. Do you, do we have a release date? No, not yet. <clears throat> not yet. Uh, oh, COVID nineteen thing kind of threw threw my plans off a little bit because mm-hmm. really. Be yeah, a precaution would have been done by now. Right. Everything kind of been on. But everybody been scared to be around people. Yeah. And getting sick. So. Um, we're probably at fall. Okay. Yeah. So pretty much. I have. So pretty much twenty twenty one is what you're saying. <laughs> oh no. At this at this point. <laughs> like, <laughs> we just we just don't throw the whole twenty twenty away. So. You throw it away. <laughs> now, for real, bro. Like it's it's so how how are you how are you dealing with this quarantine? Like what what is, what is your um how are you coping with it? How does it make you feel like the new normal? Like what is what is your daily regiment now that um you're obligated to do what the government is asking you to do? Like how are you dealing with it as a creative? Like are you being productive? Are we creating more music? Or we have ideas? Are we tapping into things that we thought we couldn't do that we're now doing? Like, how, how are you in, what space are you in with that? Um, luckily I have like 
a shitload of uh, beats from different producers and stuff that I work with. So I've mm-hmm. actually been writing a lot. Okay. Exercising the pen. I see that. Uh, been trying to create some things. Me and my lady, we've been working on some some business ideas, things of that nature. So mm-hmm. um, I've been trying things off the ground too that she wants to do. Okay. And trying to, trying to really be productive, trying to, because really after this whole thing is over, I mean, there's really no reason to not have some endeavors going on or to come out come out of this whole thing broke. Like, because the, the wealthiest of people right now they spending this time planning, game planning, and getting old. Because I've seen I've seen some people that I thought were super super young, but because of the the lack of maintenance and getting uh getting able to go to the barbershop and stuff like that, they looking super old. Like <laughs> Diddy it has white hairs now. Uh, DJ Khaled looks like he from. Uh, <laughs> Afghanistan or something like that, bro. It just this this time just opened up, put so much into perspective for me. Like, like if I didn't know how to clean my beard up just a little bit, I would look crazy. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, um, what are you going to do differently coming out of this pandemic that you weren't doing prior to? Like, what is your perspective on? Okay, I, I know I ain't perfect, but what have you learned from just being from the world? Pretty much just doing a Beyonce world stop moment and we can't even carry on yet. Like how, how are you? I would say for me, probably learning to be at peace within yourself Mm -hmm. without trying to find it outside or trying to stay so busy that you're not thinking about your, your mind or your soul or whatever you like. You're not thinking about what's going on within you. Right. Because you're so focused on trying to hustle, trying to stay busy, trying to do anything and to, Ask your issue, right? So me, I've also been trying to use time to like self-reflect, spend some time doing some things I like to do. If it's reading or study, whatever the case may be. Um, so I'm with that. So me, I just kind of paying attention to that because a lot of those things are a lot more important than um, my own selfish wishes at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So trying to feed into more, oh, trying to. Basically, a balance of things more important. Okay, because shit, we won't be here forever. So that's very true. That's very true. Like for even for me, I feel like um this moment has allowed me to put things into perspective as it pertains to um time. Like we're literally borrowing time. Like this is this life is not ours. So for us to take things for granted and not um live our best lives and do the things that we know we're supposed to do in order for us to be a good specimen in the, on the earth. Like I feel like this is the this is the most um, trying times, but at the same time, the earth is cleaner. Like um, a lot of people are uh, more productive. People are being fathers who have never seen their children or with their kids. Mothers who run the streets all the time with their girls or at home taking care of business with their children. Like I feel like everything happens for a reason. And I think that 2020, for it being the decade that we're in, I feel like it's just like a, a replenishment. Because going into 2021, we had we were starting a new chapter. So I feel like, I feel like I look at it, I look at the positive in it, and I, this gives this gave me time to just sit down because I'm a busybody myself. So I think that yeah. um, I think that um, we we you and I both are gonna come out here, come out this thing swinging, cause I know how yeah. you are. Like I, us being brothers, I know how you are. Like you, you can't sit still. So it's like okay, you sitting still, then you're a dad, and you know you're you're a significant other. So you probably be like, oh my god, but we gotta figure it out. Like we can't just. You know what I'm saying? Just sit around and be like, all right, well, I ain't doing nothing. Nah. Sure. That's why I'm doing my podcast now because 
I didn't have time to do it before. You know what I'm saying? Because I was, I'm an artist manager. I'm writing plays. I'm doing all these different things. So this podcast has always been a passion of mine. And I, I have a lot of celebrity friends and I have a lot of friends that are well known. So I'm like, you know what? Let me create a platform to not only build my own brand, but also shed light on the people that are, have been grinding and working because there are people that respect me in this game. There are people that respect you in this game and whoever else I interview. But at the same time, it's cross promotion. It's building. It's uh, camaraderie. It's a whole bunch of great things. So I appreciate you for, um, you know, even sharing your, your uh, space. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't have to. You know what I mean? So for, for sure, always, bro. You already know. I respect your hustle, man. It's... It's just, it's funny to me, just <laughs> thinking about us mm-hmm. being with, being with separate camps and both being in like these little boy bands and yeah. having this little beat that don't exist. Right, that's hilarious. That is, a, we really, bro. Our start was really interesting. A lot of people don't even um just to give um people the people that are in here um just to give people a little history um me and Quentin Stone we both came from boy bands that were um actual actual rival rivalries in a sense. But now it's crazy because as adults, we're all brothers. Like, me and AJ are, like, inseparable. We talk all the time. And then me and you are, like, family. Like, we even live together in Philly. Like, like it's just, like, a lot A lot of people would never know um, the journey that, like, we've been in the industry, like, the industry. Not even just on some I want to be a star type shit. We've been in the game. So, it's like we've worked with crazy, like, people that you wouldn't even think of. And which led us to be able to be here and be comfortable in our artistries and our creative um, energy. So just to let y'all know, we grind, y'all. This ain't no, this ain't no. Uh, uh, I want to be a star type shit. We do this shit for real. Man. We got resumes. So shout out to, shout out to BET, man. Out oh yeah, bro. <laughs> Pat Charles, like Terrence Clay, like listen, bro. It's crazy, but I remember those days. Like we really was out here, like just aspiring. You know what I mean? Just wanting to be something outside of a statistic like you know what i mean so i think it's super super dope and i like just to see you now like first of all you didn't age at all like you look the exact same which which is annoying to me because you watched me go from a skinny nigga with a curly top to this big ass bear (laughs) and you just was the same the whole time i'm like oh so you just not going to grow you're not going to change all right cool like the only thing that changed with you is your hair I've been trying. <laughs> that shit don't work. Don't work. You ain't trying, nigga. You first of all, you are you're a you're a sex symbol. You're a public figure. Like your image is your brand. So you ain't about to you ain't about to mess it up for nobody. I can't even imagine you with a little gut. Like I feel like you would be devastated. <laughs> You'd probably be irritated. Like whoa, what am what am I doing? Like what, what the fuck happened? This no, this my, is my money my whole, right here. Next five years, I was just like put on some put on some more muscle. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna switch my change my whole. I'm gonna pull up, I'm gonna pull a Trey songs on the world. I'm sleep. I didn't. I didn't even know you knew. Um, I didn't even know you knew Carlos. What's that? I didn't know you know. Um, you knew Carlos just here. Oh yeah, yeah. That's my boy. That's my. That's brother. like one of my best friends, bro. Yeah. Like for years, we we were in a group together. Like at, shortly after he left, um, making the band, um, because you know his son was you know ha- having complications with yeah. with the pregnancy or whatever like that. We were in a group together for like a, a, a good month or two, and we've been we've been brothers ever since, and that was over ten years ago. So it's crazy how like the 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 six degrees of separation, and we uh, you and I we know a lot of the same people too. So it's just, but it's crazy though because I would have never I would have never known like I would have never knew you knew him until he came in here tonight. I'm like, what? Like how you know Q? Like he said, both of my bros on live. I'm like, what? Like that's crazy, bro. That's really really crazy. That's my boy. That's crazy. It's cra- I mean, we all was in the same the same yep era. 
Yep. Like very true. That's very true. The boy, the whole boy band movement. <laughs> That's crazy. We was all popping. Yeah, I, I, and I felt like we all had a moment of success where um, we could have went to a whole nother plateau. But I just feel like God has a, His way of. I don't think we're the type of people you, me, or Carlos. We're the type. We're not the type of people that's going to conform or sell our souls to be successful. I feel like we have to do it the way we feel best because it won't come across organic. You know, some people will try to like even even when I got signed the first time as a solo artist, I remember the label trying to make. I got signed to Capital after I left TYM. I, I remember they wanted me to be the next Jason Derulo, the next the next Trey Songs, and I'm like, bro, I, why can't I just be the first in the Jason? Like, why can't I be the first that? They were, they're who they are, but it was like, yeah, we need you to knock them off the map. You sing better than both of them. I'm like, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm trying to do. I just want to do me. And then it put me in a state of uh, depression. Then I started gaining weight. I started losing my hair. Like, they really made me a puppet. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just couldn't do it. And I realized that that part of the industry wasn't for me anymore, which is why I stopped being an artist and became a manager because it was like, I wanted to do what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, bro. The live kind of froze, y'all, but you guys are tuned in to the Mel Perspective. We're talking to Quentin Storm. We're uh, pretty much having a conversation. It's not even an interview at this point because we're brothers, we're family. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a lit situation. I, I really appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um... Thank you guys for tuning in, but until next time, that was Quentin Storm. The live kind of cut off, y'all, but I appreciate you guys for coming in, and I'll see you guys tomorrow, same time. Be here. Deuces.